2: Hello and welcome to part two of this week's Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with lots in common and a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. On Monday's episode, we had a quickie with a quinny which means today it's the movie that is currently all over the papers at the time of recording. Having had a truly huge opening weekend, and we ventured into the pink-clad masses to take our seats in packed cinemas so that today we could bring you 2023's A Barbie.
1: Can I come to your house today?
0: Sure. I don't have anything big planned, just a giant blowout party with all the Barbies and plant choreography and a bespoke song. You should stop by.
1: So cool. This is the best day ever. It is the best day ever. So is yesterday and so is tomorrow and every day from now until forever. Oh, today, you guys ever today, think about dying?
2: So which film in this living doll duel will be victorious? We'll have a winner at the end of the show. So let's get it on. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. The Hello, Clash Butters. If I wasn't so severely injured, I'd beat you off right now. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. I'm Chris Tilly, and this is part two of Mannequin versus Barbie. But before we get into this episode, it's time for a dip into the digital mailbag. As Chris retrieves his phone and realises that I'm going to ask for a review from one of you, read by Chris Tilly, a.k.a. Oh, Chris, really. So this
3: comes from uh, Dave Norwich, who says, I can't imagine ever starting a week without them. If you're looking for a podcast to start your week full of warmth, comedy and fun, then look no further. The obvious love and friendship between Alex, Chris and Vicky uh, <laughs> uh, makes for the perfect safe space to look back at all the, th- all the movies you loved or hated from your youth and reflect upon them through a fresh set of eyes. Oscar, Five stars. Oscar. Three Oscars. <laughs> three Oscars. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> that is a lovely message. That is lovely. Uh, I also quickly have something I want to play to you on my phone. Okay. So I was watching a film called... <laughs> Why do I look so scared? I, I don't know. know. It's... it's more. It's mine at Vicky. Uh, I was watching right, a film fine. called The Lost King. Right. Uh, that stars a gentleman called Mark Addy <laughs> alongside uh, Steve Coogan. Okay. And, um... There was a scene that jumped out at me, and I have to share it with you. So it's just a line of dialogue uttered by our old friend Mark. Go for it. Uh, here is what he has to say.
2: If you're asking if I'm still
3: in, the answer is yes. Do you want to hear it one more time? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for it. If you're asking if I'm still in the yes
4: fantastic he's, he's, still st- up there. Still <laughs> in. he's still up there
2: he's, he's still,
4: still inside he's still up there he's still i can't believe it how does he manage we should
2: check in with him regularly and find out if he is still <laughs> Where is all it? in yeah and if he is all in how long is he going to be all in
4: <laughs> well until he's feeling happy uh because right. he's sad and that's what put it up there
2: <laughs> and I, I apologize if you don't know what we're talking about have a listen to our full monty episode yep yep and uh And then do get in touch on Twitter because (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean to bring it up again. I I don't I don't think we've had enough different iterations (laughs) on Twitter of what I'm all in. I didn't even clock it. Georgina said you should send that to (laughs) (laughs) Vicky. Good, good. Right then. Let's do this on Monday. Chris dealt with a 4,500-year-old Egyptian inhabiting the body of a life-size doll. And today, V is dealing with a 64-year-old doll inhabiting a life-size woman and indeed an entire fantastical world. But is it better? Because it's matter. V, take us on a journey. <laughs>
4: Barbie, she's everything, and he's just Ken. But then Ken nearly steals the show, and God damn it, that is so typical of me. Go see a film that's purportedly peak four-stage feminism, and all I can think about is the man, and how good he is. Why is that? Oh, wait, it's because I'm powerfully attracted to Ryan Gosling, and I love seeing him topless. Am I giving him more credit than he's due, because in the filmmaker's intention to position him as an appendage, Eve's spare rib, if you will, laid bare for the female gaze, I've overcompensated, and I'm lauding his performance to give him parity with Barbie, as I so often do on this podcast when a woman is merely in a film to be a decorative accessory? Or is it because I'm so indoctrinated by the patriarchy that my gut reaction when given everything I want, a film that hilariously skewers damaging societal norms, when stereotypical Barbie has to travel to the real world and experience hypersexualization and implied violence in the glass ceiling, then I reject it, because it's terrifying to get what you want. Well, let's find out, as Margot Robbie recruits the entire cast of Sex Education to participate in her pink and plastic fever dream, gets called a fascist and loves it all so much, she becomes a real girl. Can't wait to see Barbie too, where she realises that smear tests and being told to cough so your uterus, quote, swings into view, end quote, is the worst fucking thing and escapes before they can book her into fit an IUD, which, take it from me, doll, is no picnic and will make you run back to Barbieland before you can say, this Barbie is the inventor of the male pill.
2: Let me just tick that box. <laughs> uterus <laughs> swings into view. <laughs> oh, I'm never getting an erection again. I, I th- and, oh wait, hang on. That is Clashboard Bingo. And it was the last <laughs> the last phrase that we hadn't had. <laughs> but uterus swings <laughs> into view.
4: So that's what they say I,
2: god I, damn it yeah it you was, just
4: don't know guys it was no. <laughs> but do I need to I don't know actually mm. I suppose not I don't know it I was mean...
3: very sweet the way you started out by saying Ryan Gosling nearly steals the film
4: oh I know. I feel awful <laughs> but oh, generosity Luke. from the women all round maybe because oh my god he's electric <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I've got a reason as to why alright so I went to the cinema on Sunday to watch this uh, what about you <laughs> so no
3: let's not Stop there. So you had to do what my job is sometimes, yes. which is you had to take notes f- in a dark cinema. Yeah, I felt really. How did, self- you,
4: how did you find it? I felt really self-conscious. Sure, because I thought everyone's going to be like. Oh, who does she think she is? Mm-hmm. Is she a journalist? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard because it's pitch dark. It is, and I was worried about the notes not making sense. So. And how
3: and how were they when you went back? Well,
4: to I them? I didn't have a pint of wine. <laughs> no, I was going
3: to say that did that did mean I struggled more than usual when I tried to translate Chris, my notes. Uh, yeah. showed us his notes last week. Um, <laughs> yeah. It looked
2: like the scrawlings of a mad person. I've yeah. got about a third
3: of them typed up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, how were they?
4: They were. I mean, they're fine. They they skim over. a Lot of detail because you don't have time, do you, to stop and go. This is what I think about this thing, and the time you get out, it's a lot happening. Yeah, it's a um, let's say it's a whistle stop tour of Barbie Land, Mm, if you will. Sure. And how did you find your? I mean, we don't actually go to this. You don't go to the cinema unless you're being paid to go, I guess. And same for you. And so we both sometimes. Yeah, really, rarely. Ry Lane. Oh yeah, he went yeah, to cinema. for a special occasion. We,
2: uh, so I, we go, to, we go to the cinema. We normally. go to the cinema. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I haven't been to a public screening of anything for years. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So I take that back. <laughs> I go to the cinema normally. This, uh, <laughs> this, this, this was eye opening. I struggled to find a ticket during the day yeah. on Friday. Mine was sold out. Amazing. It was, it was crazy, mm. and it was really amazing. It was amazing to be in a packed auditorium. To a point, I was a single 44 year old man who sat there not in pink, got his notebook out, and was sitting next to three teenage girls, <laughs> so all dressed to... <laughs> in pink, looking at me and my notebook, and they were like eating popcorn and drinking sodas. I was eating hard boiled eggs out of a Tupperware You'd container. <laughs>
1: Hard-boiled eggs out of a
2: Tupperware container. I was. That was my lunch. I was starving. Mate, you can't eat an egg in a cinema. (laughs) As it turns out, when someone three rows ahead went, is someone eating eggs? (laughs) But yes! Oh, yeah, it was me. I just And and eat some fish. What are you doing? (laughs) I just (laughs) can't (laughs) eat an egg in a cinema. I'd come... You fucking heathen. I'd come from a critic screening. Where of the haunted mansion, the new haunted mansion movie, where everyone's got a notebook. Everyone's eating eggs. Everyone's eating eggs out <laughs> <at the top laughs> of fucking Craig screenings? Yeah, it was a bad call. It made it made me made everyone aware I'm surprised of me. You didn't get
4: thrown out, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. I mean, it's... you eat a boiled egg really quickly. I
2: figured that's which is my. You're opinion. always in me now, so. <laughs> it's, I can eat a boiled egg whole, so I'm, I peel it like a snake. <laughs> like a, like a snake, <laughs> or, I can or, eat a, or snake. a magician. I can eat a snake <laughs> hole. I can eat a magician I mean, hole. Creepy. Magician, yeah, oh, okay. So, uh, so yeah, but it was, uh, I, I just felt really exposed,
4: yeah, so you should, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, my cinema's all dressed up like in they had a pink arch, and there was like, there was loads of kids there, but there was loads of families, and people, it was a real buzz, like, people were super excited because we
3: don't normally do new films in case it's sort of a barrier to entry, but it, sort of this feels like a cultural moment. The it one really time we does. did it before was Joker, which felt <laughs> like a cultural moment, and yep. this, if anything, trumps that, like, this, it's just
4: everything, it's all mad, it's brilliant, and it's great, yeah, it
2: was. <laughs> yeah. It was everyone, I mean, everyone was pink in my screening. Yeah, Were you wearing pink? I wasn't wearing pink, no. But everyone... you wearing pink today? Everyone, no. Everyone was wearing pink.
4: Are you looking at me? You've got a bit of pink. <laughs> I'm just doing some pink pink tones. You, no, you've got, got pink. I've got, got pink here. I've got yep. a pink jacket on. Uh, I've got pink eyeshadow Yeah, I'm
2: not doing pink. I didn't do it on Friday, so obviously I'm not doing it today. On
0: Wednesdays, we wear pink.
2: It was interesting listening to people and all the chat going on. A lot of people were going to see Oppenheimer after Barbie. Really? Wrong way round. Wrong way round. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say I would suggest separate days. I know mean, <laughs> everyone's
3: done it by this point, but it's like <laughs> well, it
2: was just it was fascinating. It was it, it, it was a thing. Like mm. you know, a lot of them were all dressed in pink, and you know they were like, "Yeah, we're going to go see Oppenheimer after this because they wanted to do Barbieheimer." So don't underestimate the fact that both these movies have done as well as they have. Yes, maybe Oppenheimer a bit more. I don't know, but because of this Barbie 100%, thing 100% and it, as a film
3: fan it was just really lovely to mm. see this all happening about two relatively original
2: films yeah. uh, that are both good I was saying this to someone the other day you know, you've know, you seen the flash flop Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania flop and then we've got these two movies which like you say semi-original for Barbie where it's like oh my god people have turned out in droves mm. to see this and sure Barbie is part of that but god wouldn't it be exciting if we were in an era where perhaps we were going to see more big budget wholly original 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 movies.
4: Yeah, that would be amazing.
2: Uh, I didn't know how long ads took. I got there on time, like I would do for any screening. Half an hour! of ads in his I mean, ivory do, tower first world <laughs> problems
3: <laughs> yeah. unbelievable
2: oh yeah all Let's the listeners just... are going oh yeah
4: yeah not like the critic well, screenings we
2: go to yeah well you're allowed to eat eggs in those so <laughs> I did notice uh, one interesting thing there was a trailer for Wonka that came up audible gasp from the yeah. room when Timothy Chalamet appeared as on as in screen. a gasp
4: of excitement yeah like, what the fuck is he doing no. do you know what the advert was in my screening which I thought was missed someone in marketing has messed up army recruitment I was like who's that for like when where
3: did you go and see it? Cap- women, women can be in the army. No, I now. know, but there were kids.
4: <laughs> Cap-
2: kids <laughs> can be in the army. Isn't can they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dolphins can be in the army. <laughs>
4: What, what and also, in the advert for the army, there was just two male soldiers. Mm. So there's a man-male soldier and there's a room full of eight-year-old South East London girls. Like, no, we're not joining the army. What
3: what we miss, I think, from from adverts today is, remember, they used to have the local curry house yes! where they filmed
0: their own advert yeah! in the
4: cinema.
2: Yeah.
0: There's none of that
2: anymore. When I said Timothy Chalamet, there was an audible gasp. Oh, do you I'm, think he doesn't look good? You don't think he's doing No, well? I've heard
4: the film is is bad. So Wonker. I wouldn't... Yeah, I've heard... anyone anyone's seen it yet. No, but from, like, I've, I heard someone going on about trailers Come on, It just doesn't
2: look like. Oh, the tra- this is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I'm good. unsure about the trailer, and I think Paul King's a brilliant director. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't mind Chalamet. I'm obviously, you know, not. <laughs>
4: no, but am uh, like I'm a, like a pig. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think I'm not sold on him as Wonka yet.
4: Right, shut up. So background to this film my research this week is lifted Lifted is lifted from uh, the whole of the Warner's marketing budget forever. Seriously, this shit is everywhere. I didn't have to do anything. I just cut and paste from anything that was in front of my eyes hmm. for the last two weeks. So, now, let's just do a little bit about Barbie. Because You I, know they're not
2: sponsoring this podcast. We can be objective. About we, the film? Yeah. Or about the marketing budget? Okay, just uh, whatever your research is, is if it's just Warner Brothers marketing. Oh,
4: sure, yeah. It <laughs> leans into it being yeah, good. Right. I,
2: yeah, that, that's a fair point. So,
4: I I said this to you last week and you didn't know this I I feel empowered to tell you a bit of Barbie's backstory so Mm. she Barbie as we know her she is inspired by this like there was a German comic and the doll was like Build Lily so there's a German comic and there was like a sexy character so the doll is like a joke doll. She's like a novelty doll. So she's like a sex doll, but she's a little size, Barbie-sized doll. But she's got... She's the what Margot Robbie Who's she like. a sex
2: doll for? She's
4: not really a sex doll. She's in the comic. She's a sexy character. So they made a doll of her. It's like, you buy it for a man as a joke. Mm-hmm. I've bought you this silly doll, right? right? So then Ruth Handler, who's the co-founder of Mattel, she sees the doll and she does her own version. She calls it Barbie after her daughter, Barbara. This is 1959. Just in case you're concerned about copyright issues, they bought the company Build Lily in 1964. So that solves all of that. And then we're off. Um, To date, they've sold over a billion Barbie dolls, Mattel have. I had so this took me back to the Barbie I had. I had. I was researching what my Barbie was called, and I didn't know where to start. Because I don't remember what her name was, so the stuff I was putting into Google was questionable. Like sexy, glamour Barbie. Yep,
2: yeah, that's not a thing. Sexy,
4: hairbrush boobs. I, it was just all sexy, hairbrush boobs. Oh, I've, I've typed that into Google
1: before. <laughs> <'Cause she> just, <laughs> it was
4: so confusing because my so I figured out my Barbie was called Magic Moves Barbie, and she's from
2: 1985. <laughs> much, much more likely.
4: Yeah, but she's positioned as a, a glamour girl about town and she's got a fake fur cape on and her big deal was she had this sparkly dress and the thing was she could move her arm so she could I've seen the adverts and this is a, it's, it's pouty let's say so she takes her cape down she's like oh sorry you caught me taking my cape down kind of thing Mate. and then you could put a little hairbrush on her hand and she could go like this and brush her hair mm. and that was the big thrill about it so it's like she can do it the box honestly says she can do anything watch her brush her hair
1: <laughs> lovely <laughs> which
4: is maybe why i don't think of barbie as like you know peak female empowerment i liked my doll mm. but then i went off it because you can't put her in the bath because she's got batteries and i wanted to which is what you want to do with all your dolls and you can't so i was like oh, she's got barbie.
3: batteries so the arm would automatically you,
2: comb the hair yeah
4: you pushed a switch and she went like that huh? Yeah. did it work
2: yeah like her hair went from frizzy to brushed
4: so, i mean it's plastic hair so it's always a little bit frizzy but yeah i guess okay yeah and you can't cut it and that's all you want to do you want to make a weird barbie like that's half the point of barbies i, I
2: took my matchbox cars in the bath
4: yeah of course there's you
2: did. photos of me on a website no. <laughs> <laughs> there's photos of me when i was a kid with my like going look i've got my car i'm in the in bath, the bath. <laughs> what's going on yeah, it's
4: such a thrill yeah Uh, So then I sort of rejected Barbie after that. Anyway, I did have a look. My Magic Moves Barbie is on eBay right now for £100. Uh, Right, 2001, Mattel make a deal with Nickelodeon. You then get, which we've heard of these films... I've never seen one, and I've seen clips, and they look shit. But they are these animated movies. Uh, there's 41 of them, apparently. Mm. So Barbie is the Nutcrack in the Nutcracker. Chris has
3: got the DVDs. So you don't need to explain it to him. Yeah, well, no, because in in what franchise is the 42nd film
2: the best? But that's what's happening here <laughs> with Barbie. Uh, that's so true. Passenger 57. Good point.
4: so true mm. uh, 2009 Universal wanted to do a Barbie live action movie so that's 2009 so it does take some time it was you know described as being in quote marks development hell for a while there were quite a lot of writers attached throughout the years so Jenny Bix who did a lot of Sex in the City Diablo Cody obviously do you know Jennifer's body and that was for Amy Schumer to start. But she couldn't crack it. And I did read a, a really interesting interview about why she thought she is obviously very capable and that's her wheelhouse kind of thing. <clears throat> but she was saying that maybe the world wasn't quite ready. They kept saying to her, "We wanted to be like the Lego movie. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's very meta, it's self-referential, it's
2: got something for the grown-ups, something for the kids. I say that about every script I write that doesn't get picked up. Yeah. The world just wasn't quite ready. There's a touch ready. of that. I
4: mean, <laughs> I, mean I guess just, she's earned it, I mm-hmm. suppose. But um Yeah, it's, you know, she was just talking about, and I do think it's true, like a lot of the Barbie references are sold now, which is amazing. So when the song I'm Just Ken, which we will come on to at length, talking about blonde fragility, we laugh at that because we understand what the term white fragility means. But 2009, that phrase, white people weren't using the phrase white fragility. So that sort of Mm. contextualization, that intersectionality of the jobs, it just wouldn't have worked. Mm. So you just would have had this kind of girl boss thing, which isn't what,
3: and and also, how willing were Mattel to send up the character or themselves at that point in time? Yeah. How long has it taken to get to this point where I mean it's still very much them in charge. Yeah. yeah. But they're they're sort of pretending they're in on the joke. Yes. And I don't know if a corporation ten years ago was saying that.
2: Yeah, do, you, but, do you buy that though? I've I it's stuck in my throat a bit. It's sort of like look. We can laugh at us. We can laugh at all of this now. because well, that's why I use the word pretending. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, what I'm asking is, how did it sit with you? Were you like, fine, I'm on board with this. I'm on board because Mattel make the toy, but we're also laughing at ourselves? Not really. But equally, I'm thinking it from their point of view. Like, what else can they do?
4: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't think it will drive doll sales I think it will drive sales of associated merch so you'll get people my age being like do you know what fuck it I will buy a t-shirt because it's just this big moment mm. I'm not going to buy a doll I don't know if little girls play with Barbie dolls anymore but if, if, when your doll line is looking a bit threatened move into
2: all the other merch. That's a really interesting question whether they're, they're, they've sort of become more open to this as sales have declined.
4: Yeah exactly. I,
2: equally I wouldn't be surprised if Amy Schumer
3: her version was going to be Attacking Mattel and Barbie a bit more than this one ultimately does, yeah. Because she said this week she left for creative differences. I know last year she was saying that she left because she wanted Barbie to be an inventor, and they said, "Oh, it, she, it should she should invent high heeled shoes made of bubbles or something." and It was just, it was not, it was not where her head was at. And so I wonder if that was going to be a more cutting, more anti-Mattel, more anti-Barbie version. Whereas this sort of sits in the middle, where it, it does, has, yeah. has its cake and eats it.
4: Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, like you say, Amy Schumer leaves. Then I read that it was going to be Anne Hathaway, which is a hard no for me. Um, And then eventually we're at Warner's. Margot Robbie acquires the rights with Warner's. She's going to star. She's going to produce. She asks Greta Gerwig to pitch for the writing gig, who then writes a poem based on the Apostles' Creed. So I read. I don't really understand what the Apostles' Creed is. Get
3: out, Greta. Just get out but of the it's office. Like,
4: I tried to understand it, and it's like twelve. I'm not religious, so I'm, I'm really struggling. But it's like I, what is it? So it's like twelve declarations affirming belief in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I don't like. I don't oh, know. Enough. I don't understand. Neither do I. Right. It's like it's, you, you're declaring that you believe in these things by reciting the Apostles' Creed, and it does thread a narrative journey. I suppose it's about.
2: But she swapped out the Apostles for Barbie. For stuff.
4: Barbie, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was inspired by the Apostles' Creed. It wasn't the Apostles' Creed, anyway. I don't really know what that means, but that, there so, we are. Um, and she wants to write deri- uh, to write it with Noah Bonbak, and she does, and then she's going to be the director. Hashtag girl boss. (laughs) Haha, jokes. Hate that, obviously. Um, Now, I remember the day I found out that Ryan Gosling was Ken... I my, my phone blew up and I'm not on social media, but it's like everyone I know. Do you know Ryan Gosling? Send me because I know Ryan Gosling. Never guess what, Vic. <laughs> They've
3: only got to cast me as Ken. <laughs>
4: and I'd be like, babes, I told you. Yeah. I told you you were perfect. You know you're hot. And he's like, no, I don't. And I'm like, I only see myself through your eyes. It's like, you're gorgeous. You he should is do it.
2: So freaking good in this
4: my heart it's unbelievable. just unreal it is unreal.
2: unbelievable i mean really like tapping into his mouseketeer past sure. but great <laughs>
4: he's so good um and i do think the rest of the cast it's very 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 well cast it feels to me it does feel genuinely diverse and inclusive and i think it invites you in without going oh look we're being so good like it did when the avengers had all the lady warriors line up or whatever that was mm. And yes the entire cast of sex education are in it um, and now that's it we've got Barbenheimer which is this smushing together of the hype I believe we will look back because Barbenheimer is a is a thing topic page site bit of wikipedia don't
2: right. do the internet don't do the internet because <laughs> do you literally sound like you've just watched the net and think that that is the internet
4: but you can make a pizza on the internet <laughs> i think and
3: barbenheimer's in a cabinet on in the internet
4: <laughs> barbenheimer is in a filing drawer sure. in the cabinet of the internet sure i think in two years time someone will follow the link to barbenheimer and be like what the fuck was that like i think it's a really weird thing to do yeah i was saying
2: a very strange yeah. would Oppenheimer because well, Barbie was around when Oppenheimer was alive would he have sort of looked at a plastic <laughs> doll <laughs> I have become Barbie destroyer <laughs> of worlds <laughs> go, and gone me and you babe seen that doll and thought sometime in the future <laughs> sometime my name is going to be mashed up with your name but I'll just have the second half of my name yeah. I invented the atomic bomb but I'll yeah. just get Heimer, and it's that a- doll will have her full name ahead that's of mine that's made mind.
4: me feel really weird you know that when you're on drugs and you come out of your body that's what that's made me feel like the idea of him looking at that doll and not knowing that
2: we're having this this conversation this is what happened to his legacy
4: no not even that but just that it's even well even that his life would be a film and that that the doll's life would be a film that's weirder obviously yeah it, 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 it
3: was strange seeing all the jokes when one of the films is about a weapon of mass genocide that's um killed hundreds of thousands of people
4: yes it's weird it is weird Does it undercut the message ever so slightly? Yay, cinema. Yeah, this is the thing, because we're we're like, we don't care. Entertainment. But
3: but the fact is, obviously. Barbie made more money than they're expecting, but the way in which Oppenheimer has exceeded expectations is the real story. I think yep. it's like, I, I mean, that's just unbelievable that it's attracted that many people to watch the three-hour film yeah. about the weapon of mass genocide. Lots of it in black and white.
4: <laughs> it's just madness. It is. I suppose people just are ready to go to the cinema again. I mean, it's just interesting because when Tenet no, came out, everyone it, was like, "We're all going to go back to the it's cinema." Oppenheimer.
2: Don't make. I mean, it is people wanting to go back to the cinema. Sure. But it is Barbenheimer. It really is. It's people going, did you do both? It's people being able to go, this is the outfit I wore for Barbie, and then I switched the jacket inside out so it was black, and I went to Oppenheimer. It's people wanting to be able to tick that box on some, social some, media. Some people. A okay. lot of people.
4: Okay. All right, then. So, shall we talk about the film? Mm. Yeah. All right, so, um, you'll be pleased that I noticed this, given I was writing notes in the dark. The Warner Brothers logo is pink. Pink. Yeah, it's pink. It's great. Fucking Google was pink the other day. You type in Barbie to get some sort of information from the internet Mm. and the whole thing goes pink. It's quite distracting, actually, but it's also quite nice.
2: Because of Barbie.
4: Because of Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So anyway, let's just get this done we're starting with a voiceover which i just don't like and i'm not going to give it a pass and i don't like it for all the reasons i always don't like it which is if you draw the conclusions that helen mirren is articulating without a big fucking helen mirren signpost you feel them deeper you just do it's more satisfying that's why it's bullshit she's got some
3: really good jokes
4: yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I was a bit thrown. I was really thrown because my expectations are very high.
2: It's a mad start. We're going to parody two thousand and one A Space Odyssey yeah. to open Barbie. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I really loved it. I don't think a lot of people in my cinema actually knew what the fuck was going <laughs> on. Fair enough. Like they did not get it. People weren't like, oh my god. I was like, I was laughing. I was like, this is hilarious. No one else.
4: I wonder because I saw that it was the first trailer I saw, so I was kind of desensitized to it. Ah, but maybe I if I seen hadn't it. seen that. I would have been like, okay, I don't
2: know. Oh, I, I hadn't seen it because I didn't didn't watch any of the trailers. For it. it was only when it became Barbenheimer that, that got, I got oh, interested to yeah, do, do both. Yeah, yeah, I've
4: been following it because I've been so excited. So I nearly missed the point. So Helen Mirren says, thanks to Barbie, all the problems of feminism and equal rights have been solved. And then I realised that's a joke! joke. But at first, I'm not sure. Like I've been wrong-footed by the voiceover. And like you say, in the 2001...
3: It's a very good joke.
4: You see these girls and they're playing with baby dolls, which means they can only be mothers, which is gross. (laughs) So now we have Barbie, which is better. But more to the point, um, we've got Barbie's house. (laughs) So so this at this point my eyes my brain i just can't get enough of it i just love looking at this set and the dream house and everything incredible i never had a dream house never really wanted one but seeing this you've got one
0: now vicky i've got one now otherwise a dream house
4: my house is gorgeous but none of it is
2: mine no no mark's done a great job hasn't he yeah i i love mark's dream house (laughs) So, anyway. Vicky only has a good day if Mark looks at her.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What he does, if I... That's a quote from Barbie. (laughs) Uh, We're going to have a break now.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
4: So obviously all the jokes, Barbie land jokes. It's just funny. Like she's showering with no water and she's drinking with no milk and things like that. I didn't play with dolls that much. Well, I didn't play with Barbies that much because I would never found Barbie that enticing. Because even though Mattel are telling me Barbie can be anything, and she went to space before a man did, and all the rest of it. Did it, she? Barbie did, yeah. She so is. and there's you know there's all these very empowered Barbies. That's not
2: covered as much in the news. <laughs> a dog went before man. To <laughs> be yeah, honest. it's not that big a deal. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but Barbie. So is doesn't... it dog
2: Barbie man? Yes, right. Yeah. No, Barbie it? might have but gone I for
4: think, a dog I the think, dog was yeah. just wow. for the man so yeah. yeah
3: I think I think a woman even beat a dog
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true she's just not my memory of Barbie is that she she wasn't sold to me as that she was sold to me as sexy glamour Barbie with the hairbrush yes but equally when she's not being sexy glamour Barbie her actual role in the world is babysitter or like homekeeper like she doesn't I didn't see the potential to play with a doll like that to be like I'm the president of the USA it was just like it's just a doll in a dress whereas mm. you get other figures that have got action baked in kind of thing, like Mm. if they're from your TV Mm. show, whatever, like they do stuff Mm. as part of their character. Whereas with Barbie, you have to put the doing stuff onto her. But
2: Mm. your your battery-powered glamour doll, that was... That did stuff. It brushed its hair.
4: Right. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I suppose that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's a something.
2: It's a something. No, my doll, none of my dolls had batteries.
4: No, they had like, I don't guns. know, jet skis. Or... Lots of guns. Yeah.
2: Uh, more guns than necessary. <laughs> like more guns than appendages that you had to change, swap one gun out for another gun.
4: Right. Mm. Okay. I just found this bit joyous. Um, what did you think of the set's? Of Unbelievable. This. It's just amazing, isn't it? I just want to be there all day. I
3: agree. The, the music and the visuals, it's just such a joy to watch this first
2: 20 minutes in Barbie Land. Yeah. yeah. This is perfect cinema. It is. Honestly, I, I couldn't find fault with any of this. I didn't no. mind the Helen Mirren voiceover. No. Uh, I love the sets. I love the pink song. I thought it was. Great. I love the reversion of the pink song where they yeah. do it again. Uh yeah, I was I was completely sold. It had me. Had me completely. Me too. I
4: wanted to stay there, which mm. is good. So yeah, we meet the Barbies, the empowered Barbies, President Barbie, Writer Barbie, Doctor Barbie, Space Barbie, and we've got lots of Kens. So our primary Ken is Ryan Gosling, and he's got a rival Ken uh played by Simulu. Now, Ken <laughs> I never thought about it because you don't think about Ken. Ken's job is to beach, which mm. is just absolutely hilarious. Yep. Now, is it because... His so, job
2: is just beach. It's just
4: beach. Yeah. Like when she's going to the real one, it's like, but what if they have beach? Yeah.
2: What if they have beach? <laughs> the writing is exquisite. <laughs> yeah, and so to good. take it to, if I wasn't so severely injured, I'd beach you off right now. It's like, I was there going... There are children in here, but this is fantastic. (laughs) Is that what they were
4: laughing at when you said they were laughing?
2: No, no, no. I'll I'll come come to that, but no. I mean, this got a laugh. I'm just telling you bewilderingly what the biggest laugh of this movie was. Sure.
4: So I think, so my theory is not that complex. Ryan Gosling does steal this thing. But the script is right because no one cares about Ken. No one ever did care about Ken. Ken is an appendage, which means he's got the bigger story. So Ryan Gosling makes you care about Ken. Mm. So by the time you get to the end of the film, you're like, fuck, was that Ken's story? That's a bit (laughs) of a problem. But Ryan Gosling makes you give a shit about his feelings, about what happens, about being sidelined all the time. And and they do it really artfully so you don't think, well, Barbie must be a bitch. It's just really well done. But he just gets the bigger journey. And and
3: they've written him the funniest stuff. Yeah. And then he's just a very, very good at giving that kind of performance it's Incredible. not it's not a million miles away from his performance in
2: the nice guys and he's really good at it yeah yeah he's great the bit where he wants to stay over he's just not sure why
4: i honestly don't know why
2: yep. <laughs> i thought i might stay over
1: tonight why because we're girlfriend boyfriend did you what i'm actually not sure
0: oh it's so good great and
4: then- because i'm with my child so when they when he leans in for the kiss he's like and it's just the writing he says because we're boyfriend girlfriend not because we're boyfriend and girlfriend because boyfriend girlfriend is what children say they smash it mm. together so when he, to,
2: <laughs> like when he comes back later and he's like you can stay here if you want to be my bride wife <laughs> yeah.
4: and when they went in for the kiss as my child's like oh, are they kissing i was like they're kissing and he's like yuck I, like, I know <laughs> brilliant um anyway Ken feels left out. Barbie doesn't feel the same about him. That will come back later. I think that's a really smart move as well, not to make it about a love story. Mm. She's got bigger fish to fry because during the amazing house party, where again, you could watch that all day and she just says, apropos of nothing, do you guys ever think about dying? <laughs> which is very, very, very funny. And it breaks the spell. So she's got like morning breath and she has a cold shower. And then the big joke in all the trailers is she's got flat feet, mm. <laughs> which is a nightmare.
3: She's also got cellulite.
4: She does have one small bit of cellulite. Do, do you yeah. think they had
3: to CG that onto yeah, Margot Robbie? Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, Just the body standing.
3: Yeah. yeah. And then maybe maybe Mirren's voiceover should do that joke that she does later about we shouldn't have cast her. How that. do you feel <laughs> about that?
4: I absolutely hated that bit. I was like, how dare you? Like, don't break the fourth wall like that. Like, I just found it. I was really it, annoyed. It
3: definitely got the biggest laugh the cinema Did I was it? in. So it tested well. Yeah. And so this <laughs> is the joke where they say we shouldn't. She's, she's worried about, she's upset about not being pretty because not pretty yeah
2: either. and they and Helen Mirren says we shouldn't have cast we realised we shouldn't have cast for Margot Robbie well she says note to the filmmakers <laughs> Margot Robbie is the wrong person to cast if you want to make this point
4: I just
2: do not like it's, it. it it's I was 50-50 on it I agree with you that it's like oh it's too self-aware now it's yeah. like we've done so much self-awareness that you've kind of You've crossed over, and no one laughed
4: in my screen at that bit, so I was like, it wasn't worth it. Mm. Um, anyway, so flat feet, so she gets sent a weird Barbie. <laughs> I laughed my head off when I saw this bit in the trailer. It's it's just feeling seen, and it's not that hard. Like you do a little bit of research, and everybody had a weird Barbie. But there is a little bit of you that thinks you, the, you're the only person that's wrecked your Barbie because it is a big thing to do. Like, are you? You don't get that many Barbie dolls when you're little. Like they they are expensive. And so you've chopped its hair off. And I know people that got, like, banished from having any more Barbies because they wrecked them and mm. they destroyed them. So they got Cindy's because
2: got the they were cheaper. cheaper. <laughs> Cindy! That was the other one. She was a brunette.
4: She was a brunette and she had a more rounded face, so she was meant to be more realistic. Right, so she's English. When the, ah. when that thing goes round, which they do address... Well, do they address... There's a point where Barbie gives up and falls over. So the idea about behind Barbie's waist is that her boob-to-hip-to-waist ratio would mean, you know all this, a real woman would fall over. Right. So it's damaging because you can never look like that. I don't remember thinking, I would like to look like this doll, but you wonder how much it goes in because it's like this constant representation and Cindy was the corrective.
2: That was what the uh, distribution manager of uh, Warner Brothers said when the box office came in about... Uh, how well it had done he said uh, this doll this doll really will have long long legs made me kind of weird Uh, made me feel a bit weird weird thing to Mm. say didn't like it
4: no 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 thank you and who asked you by the way like we'd never come to you for not you but distribution (laughs) manager quote was everybody else just rinsed out from all the press (laughs) it's 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 on a
3: Monday when the (laughs) box office comes out they have to issue a quote about
2: the success of the film run it it by someone
4: definitely run it by a woman Margot Robbie
2: anyone involved in the film it's, it's gotta, got it's long legs get, indeed. It's going to have a long, long. It's quite partridge, isn't it? <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so it's, this is Kate McKinnon being a bit off centre. Do you like the, her? Yeah, I do. It's not quite as again. Not this is me having like sky high expectations. I like her generally. Anyway. Mm not as funny as I was expecting
3: she is a very funny woman who films make very unfunny I don't know what's going on there like on Saturday Night Live she's brilliant and then I see her in Ghostbusters or seeing this and there's a couple of other films where it's like
4: what's
2: happening here she's very
4: very dry and Mm. very sardonic and takes a lot of pauses Mm. so you wait for the joke because she draws you in because she stopped talking and then when it doesn't like smash it with the landing you're like oh I feel stupid now for waiting for a punchline that didn't quite get Mm. there the joke about her always being doing the splits, that's really funny. Uh, The Birkenstock and the high heel, funny, maybe goes on a little bit too long, but all good. Um, And it is funny that she's been played with too hard and that's what... Makes her so, weird. So
3: she's Morpheus.
4: Yeah, yeah. Then she's blue pills, red pills though. Which yep. obviously we we're like, woo <laughs> I don't know what nine year olds think of that, it doesn't matter. That's hilarious. Uh so then Barbie's got to go to the real world to find the mm-hmm. child who's sad and therefore giving her this very small patch of cellulite. <laughs> so uh Ken comes along for the ride and the pair of them are stepping out on Venice Beach. Now this I was like, the kids don't get it. And I wonder if you're a teenage girl, you probably do get it. Is it much more powerful to a teenage girl? The things that you feel... And you're like, oh, what's that? Someone's put on a screen, and it's beautiful, Margot Robbie, and she's like, what's going on? And Ken's like, I'm just being admired. There's no undertone of violence, and she's like, they definitely hits with me, <laughs> and it's just like, mm. oh, thank God, <laughs> like it's just a relief. Yeah. Like it's really funny. It's
3: sort of the Adam and Eve moment, isn't it? Of them um, losing yeah. innocence, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Leaving the Garden of Eden. But I mean, I just didn't get the joke at the beginning where everyone's laughing at them for getting in pink neon. It's
2: Venice Beach.
4: That's it. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah? <on laughs> Venice Beach. That's the one place that ain't gonna. I suppose maybe they just thought they saw so perfect it's, it's like, not it's, a, it's los angeles yeah. though wow.
2: venice beach isn't quite
3: as uh, it's like, quite rough you yeah. wear pink leon in la though you're not getting second it's the one place where you can look however you want and no one really gives it a second glance yeah malibu maybe
2: but
4: venice beach it's a bit rough it's a bit rough <laughs> yeah um and i thought this is the genius of the film and it's in the writing so the character that is sold to you when you 're little is that Barbie is confident and sexy, but what you understand to be sexy when you 're like ten, which is not sex, but you know what I mean mm. um, but not she 's not stupid. But she's just got zero capacity in this version of her for introspection. So, sorry, you're writing Barbie and you're like, well, Barbie's a confident young woman. So when she steps out in Venice Beach, you're like, OK, I can deal with this. I'm a confident young woman. But the bar, this Barbie's like, why are they doing that? I have no idea what that is. Right. She's got no frame of reference for it because it doesn't exist in her world. That's perfect. Like they've stripped away. Barbie projects to you real world confidence. But obviously in Barbie land, there's no such thing as real world confidence because she lives in Barbie land. Mm. And once I understood that that was the vibe, I was, I just loved it because I'm not going to, I don't know, I just want to see what they do with it. I just thought it was brilliant. Um, And also, as she points out to some builders, she's got no vagina, so they Mm. need to leave her alone.
2: But uh, Ken, I have all the genitals.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Does he though? I don't, I never had a Kendall. I suppose he just had a bump. Mm, He doesn't have any genitals. Nothing. No, they,
3: they reference his bump.
4: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but so then this is where Ryan Gosley starts to steal everything. Mm-hmm. He loves the real world because of the patriarchy and because of horses.
2: It's <laughs> it is so good. So wonderful. I um, and I think he had me just before he goes off and discovers the patriarchy where she goes, look, I just need to sit here and think. He goes, what am I supposed to do while you think? I get so bored. <laughs> I like that we
3: see, we clock Rocky posters in the gym in the background yeah, yeah. and then he's dress, dressing like Rocky in the yep, fur coats. Love it. It's just really smart. All these little things that he's picking up along the way that yep. turns him into a monster. It's
4: it's so good. So she's experiencing the pain of being alive and he's just like, horses, CEO, smoke, it, whatever it is. Trucks. It's, just, truss, it's so good. Um so Barbie's on the bench and she tells an older lady who is the costume designer Anne Roth <clears throat> I mean if it wasn't Margot Robbie I'd just be like okay but she says you're beautiful <clears throat> and I like that because Barbie's like seeing a oh god it's so it's a, oh, there's not an elegant way of saying it an older lady who has not had any she's not made up she just looks like she looks her age
3: yeah and she's like you're beautiful and, and I, I guess the point is that she's not been programmed like we have to think that old is ugly yes so she's just seeing the beauty. It's hard, isn't well, it? Wouldn't she just
4: be freaked out yeah, because Barbie she's never knows, seen an old person? Yeah, and she references it herself a lot. She says, I'm I'm normally perfect. And so mm. she hates, you know, and I'm not pretty and all this. So she knows what pretty is to her. And there are no old Barbies, so yeah, she would just be terrified. Yeah. I the imagine.
3: What the fuck's wrong with your face? What's
2: wrong with your what, face? Are thing, what are the things? What are the wrinkles? What's what's a wrinkle? <laughs> yeah. Did they never make an old Barbie doll? I don't think so. Because there's a sugar daddy doll. Which there really is a
4: sugar daddy doll. Uh,
2: yeah, but his dog's called Sugar. Yeah, yeah. It's so
4: cheeky. <laughs> I can't believe. it. But they it. were
2: in on the joke when they called him Sugar Daddy Ken.
4: I know, but the joke is what? Like, what? What is a sugar? I mean, what a sugar daddy is? Okay, really?
2: Well, how did how did Barbie afford this Malibu house? Because she was doing what?
4: Doing what? It's mm-hmm.
2: such a good point. Turning she, tricks. <laughs> she was turning tricks. Turning tricks, Barbie.
4: Who was it that installed Pamela Anderson in her house? Was it Hugh Hefner? Or was it another older sugar daddy? There's someone, it's someone that you know, really famous, and he was like, you're gorgeous, would you like this house? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, but I will be coming around every Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. And she's like, oh, I see.
3: I think that's quite a lot of people in LA. <laughs>
4: Possibly, that's true. Probably, probably just some, some bloke that runs a shop or whatever. Like Anyway, so... The FBI, they contact Mattel. We need to get this doll back in the box. So, uh, maybe a controversial opinion. I love Will Ferrell. Everybody loves Will Ferrell. I don't think these scenes are as funny as everybody wants no, to be.
3: It's quite boring casting, actually. I'm, a, yeah. You know, we all love Will Ferrell, I think, around this table. But and he, it's kind of a business from the Lego movie, which is already done. Yeah. But I, I just think it's a quite uninspired. I think you could have, do something much more interesting yeah. with the head of
2: Mattel than have it be Will Ferrell giving a performance we've seen a few times. We've seen it before. He's got some very, very funny lines from time to time. But overall, I think the familiarity lets it down in a movie that is original and in- so many other ways mm. I
4: agree uh, so Barbie finds Sasha who she thinks is the sad girl that's playing with her Sasha dispels some of Barbie's beliefs that she's adored Sasha calls her a fascist
2: mm.
4: it's, the tone is weird I don't mind it but you, your head's spinning a bit because you're trying to like get a like, grip hold of like what the yeah. tone is so when the other high schooler is like you can't go and talk to Sasha you just can't talk to her, and it's like, oh, is she the cool girl? Is she got this like ring of protection? Why can't you talk to her? And then she just like, excoriates her. She just does this like takedown of late-stage capitalism, and that you're the embodiment of everything that's wrong with feminism. Da, da da da. And then the the button on the joke is the the high schooler going, "I told you you couldn't talk
2: to her." Yeah, it's I think like- the problem it doesn't work. The reason I didn't think it worked was because that kid looks like he'd be one of Sasha's friends. Uh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be. Um, yeah. He wouldn't give a warning uh, to someone if it was someone who looked like a mini barbie then it would work cuz you'd be oh, like yeah. it would be like oh, i'm warning you because you look a bit like me Yeah. probably don't go over there cuz she will eviscerate you yes but it's sort of like yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. i don't know who that kid is
4: i don't either and i don't know if it's there. It's just there for a joke i don't know as mm. in that we need a button on this thing and that's the best we can do uh, anyway and just, all these things are like because my expectations are super high that's very yeah fair,
2: i just I, I i think sasha's story um I don't think enough time is given to her. I never really get a handle on her. It's too swift. She does this big takedown of Barbie and then she sort of already does a switcheroo by about 10 minutes later
4: or something. Yeah. It's a bit. Bit swift. mm. Jumping in on my
2: change. Oh,
4: sorry. So this is. No, we're we're in agreement. Ken tries to get a job because he's a man. But it doesn't work, and that's interesting because you could see a version of this where not the do- the bit with the doctor. He's like, I need a clicky pen. can kind I of talk to a doctor. You are talking to a doctor. That's very funny. But when he talks to the person at Century City, and he's like, you are not doing patriarchy very well. And the, the, I love it when it's like the mass. You know, the man is like, we're actually got an eye on it, kind
2: of thing. That yeah. like, I, I that always <laughs> makes me laugh. Well, yeah, he was. He he's like, he's like, we do it. We just we just don't talk about it. Yeah, we just hide it. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, I
4: knew that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but it is interesting to me that there isn't a scene which is good better choice where he's like i can do this because i'm a man and i'm asking and someone goes sure not a problem like good for you for stepping forward kind of thing um and then but then barbie gets to mattel she can see that all the men are in charge i do think Will Ferrell is very funny here where he's like would there have been two women two that's two right there
2: (laughs) Uh, i i'm the nephew of a woman aunt (laughs) is brilliant (laughs) i'm the nephew of a woman aunt so a I'm a man like, with no power. Does that make me a woman? That's
4: hilarious. That's so funny. Imagine if you wrote that. Oh, that's so funny. I love it. Does that make me a woman? And Get in the box, some,
2: you Jezebel. If someone was Can, like, I can't, yeah. I can't say Jezebel anymore.
4: <laughs> yeah. There's two moments like that. That I wasn't sure. I, I, it's just my, like, lack of... My ignorance. So, I can't say Jezebel anymore is very funny, but he's that character. But then Sasha says, when she sees Barbie getting into the car, she says, that nutcase, or that lunatic or something, and then she mm. self-corrects, and yeah. she says... She uses a more appropriate term, whatever. But I was like, who's that joking there for? Are we saying that teenagers are too... Sorry, hate... Quote walk Woke. Like, I hate when people are like, oh, not police or whatever. Like, there's nothing wrong with being woke. But... Are they two, whatever, as in.
2: But I imagine. It's an interesting one, but it is. Yeah, because you assume that's an adult who would always self-correct because they're the ones always playing like, catch-up. Oh, yeah, I can't say nut job anymore. Yeah, but I, you'd assume that kids just like know it down pat.
4: Yeah. Because... Well, it made me feel old, and maybe that's the point. That's yeah. good. Uh, so anyway... <laughs> that's um, what she
2: was going for. Get yeah, a wig. I, I think so. I hope a lot of people leave my movie feeling old. and yeah, sad.
4: <laughs> so Barbie makes her escape. Now, this is where the film kind of stops. Uh, she runs into, but we don't know. You know it because of the trailers, you know because of the fuss and the press and the hype. This is Ruth Handler, the inventor of Barbie. So the film just stops so she can learn to drink tea. And it's like, if I don't know who that is, but I do, but I only know because I think the the press has told me, not the film, what's this? Like, why are we here? I didn't
2: understand the press, as I said. No. Didn't see any press for this, so. So what did you think? I was like, well, that better come back, otherwise what? (laughs) Yeah.
4: Yeah. And then she's rescued by Gloria, who is Sasha's mum, and that we all realize that Gloria is the human that's been making Barbie feel sad, and I, it just—I I know that a lot of people have told me that when they see the bit where you reverse the memories and Gloria and Sasha are playing with dolls and having a hug, it's very emotional. I didn't think I would feel emotional, and I was it really got me, <laughs> like it really did. Just like just the playing, it's just lovely, and then the cuddle that they give yeah, each other, I, and
3: I couldn't cope.
4: What you found it sad as well? No. Oh, you were angry.
3: No, I I didn't find. I I didn't cry. Okay. But everyone around me was crying. Yeah. It's very Toy Story. It it, it very obviously works as a scene. um, Just not
2: for. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't cry. I know. I didn't oh, cry. God, when shit. are we going to Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa House? But so let's
4: go to Barbie Land so Barbie can go back to no, but oh no, because Ken's fucking wrecked it because he's got a what's <laughs> he Mojo Dojo. His house looks disgusting, by the way. Mojo Dojo Casa House. That's I mean, brilliant. it's just absolutely
2: hilarious. I would buy that house as a toy <laughs> it's if horrible. I if I was a kid. I would live in that. It's brilliant. It's, it's everything. Just, and get... Mount Horsemore is the best. <laughs>
4: So he's imported the patriarchy. The Barbies have got no natural immunity to it. So they've fallen for it and they like it. And I I value seeing that where someone's like, I just like having to make no decisions. It's just nice.
2: Uh, Have you seen all the memes about uh, the uh, Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa House? No. Uh, There's uh, there's like, there's photos online of just like a a, a guy's flat where it's just a lazy boy in front of a flat screen TV. And it's like my Mojo Dojo Casa House. And then there's one with uh, Frodo and Gandalf, where Frodo's going, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> and Gandalf goes, you're at the Mojo Dojo, Casa House of Elrond. <laughs> it's
4: funny. It's all funny. Um, and this is where it gets very grown up, and I wondered how it would work for the kids. I'm not a kid, so I don't know. It works for me. This is where I start to have a few like personal challenges with it. It doesn't quite do what I want. Again, I want it to do everything, so it's not really the fault of the film, but... Barbie has this crisis, right? So she's not smart enough to be interesting. And and that makes her feel sad. And she's not pretty. And then we get Helen Mirren saying she is obviously very pretty. So Gloria tries to bring her around. And Gloria lays out all the hoops and contradictory states of being that she feels that women have to jump through or aspire to be or quash or embody or not. And it's a fucking nightmare. And she's like, it's just really hard. And you've got to have... A level of comfort with cognitive dissonance on an industrial scale in order to get through your life, and that's the thing that works. When you lay it in this film, when you lay it all out, it brings the Barbies to their senses. That's cool. I get that. Um, okay. So they hatch this plan to steal the Barbies away. And then they're going to tell them the truth and deprogram them. This is all very funny. This next bit, I loved it, but I was like, I hope it doesn't tip over into meanness, and it did a little bit. So, and this is me saying this, so it's like...
2: Into meanness about who? No, against I the boys. Yeah. I thought it was funny. It's
4: very, very funny. Uh, the, when the, they're I, was, like,
2: I was with them. Yeah, <laughs> When one it? of the Barbies comes out of her trance and says, it's like I've been in a dream where I was really invested in the Zack Snyder cut of Justice Felt League. Felt so seen. I was like, that's so, seen, thank you. so funny. Thank
4: God someone said it. Thank God. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that now? What the fuck was going on there? Ridiculous. <laughs> and that leans into, you know, when we did... Gone Girl and we're talking about Cool Girl. It's like we have to pretend that these things are interesting and they're not, otherwise boys won't like us. Like I love all of that. I love the woman, the Barbie, who's like... I just keep all of my money in an ice or whatever, and he's like, "Are you joking? That's very funny." You and haven't
2: seen the Godfather. Yeah. Funny. When
4: you, you can, the the camera's moving away, and you can hear it go. Can you start it from the beginning so you can talk me through the whole thing? Mm. And he's like, Definitely. "I felt,
2: I felt
3: very seen mm. with some of that stuff." Yes, more the Godfather than the Zack Snyder one, obviously.
2: Yes. But yeah, I felt like,
3: yeah, I've been that guy. I yeah. just, I am that guy. I got, that guy. I got, I yeah, got worried
2: where they said any power you have should be masked under a giggle. I was like, Vicky laughs a lot. <laughs>
4: like that
2: just like that yeah well
4: I mean look
3: and I'm always prepared to laugh at a boy who pulls out a guitar
4: oh god I you know, love that bit I'm it's... always
3: because uh, I I never was that yeah no and so yeah you yeah. <laughs> So that's,
4: that's why we're, like, That's why it's possible for us to be friends because I can say to you not just that reason obviously but I can say to you I've been on the receiving end of that and it's fucking mortifying yeah. and you can say I would never do that and it's like brilliant we all hate the same person that's yeah. handy
3: I remember reading uh, a, a woman who'd slept with Mick Hucknall saying that he used to he would take a woman home put on a simply read record nice. and then harmonise with himself oh god <laughs> (laughs) I would quite like to see that. I mean, he was very successful. (laughs) In in all different ways. And
4: obviously, this for me is like joyous because you know how much I genuinely love a rom-com, even though I shouldn't. And the taking the glasses off moment, when he's like, there you are. It's like, oh my God. Like, I love that because it services all my needs because it's like, oh yeah, there you are. You do look pretty. Mm. It's Ryan Gosling doing it, but it's like the reference of "I, I know how... Toxic that is, and I know how bad that is. That you can just you only feel pretty through the gaze of a man, and that literally taking off a pair of glasses is the difference between being seen and not seen. It's, it's very clever,
2: isn't it? Yeah, I love it works on so <laughs> many bloody levels. So, what? So, can I ask what the what, what the movie is having fun with, or is it just having fun in general? And it it's dipping its toe into various different themes, but it doesn't really have a message per se. Because I, I, yeah. I there's a, the bit where it's the repeat you mentioned at the start where. Barbie won't let Ken come to the house and sends him off. Mm. And then he does the same to her at the end and goes, no, you're not coming in. This It's my house, boys' boys' night, blah, blah. And he then turns back to her and goes, how does that feel? It's not fun, is it? Yeah, and he's which, really sad. Which is, it's, it's really interesting because like you say, is it Ken's story? What are we saying at well, that
3: point? I feel like the message is, is Barbie's is don't let society define you and Ken's is don't let Barbie define you. Yeah. So it's not being defined by society or Barbie.
2: Yes, finding, I don't know. That's
3: finding
4: what, yourself. I mean, there's right. a lot
3: going on, but that was the when they have their conversation at the end. I felt like she's come to that realization, and then she helps him come to that realization—a mm. a different realization.
2: I read some reviews uh, from some of the more questionable sites yeah. where it's like, "This is just anti-man." Anti- yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's all about right. bringing down another movie, having a go at the patriarchy. Another? What's the other one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also, Is it was, was that review on your homepage?
4: Click, click, click! Fuck you! Yeah, another movie where we expose the patriarchy. I'm struggling. Oh, I, d- I'm I didn't, really I didn't, struggling. I didn't
3: even think to look at any of those
2: reviews. No, no, it's no. Just Poisonous. It's just Poisonous. fascinating <laughs> to see the bit, the whole spectrum. But. Did I you watch Ben Shapiro's
3: 43-minute takedown of Barbie? <laughs> Did he really do one? Uh, yeah, yeah, apparently. Uh, and apparently he burned two Barbie dolls during his broadcast. Two?
2: He's just, just, just going <laughs> to inhale actual toxins. <laughs> That's yeah. a stupid thing to do. Um, but I didn't find that. I didn't think it was that at all in the end. I didn't and I
4: think the song does a lot of work I think now I start to get nervous now because I like taking down what you know these tropes of what men do to make women feel seen and to educate them because it's funny because it happens but then when they're on the beach mm. and the Barbies stereotypical Barbie looks at can't remember which other Barbie and they give each other a look like they're going to do their plan and I thought oh one of them is going to change their minds because these Kens think mm. that these Barbies are invested in them as individual Kens and they all they do is they're like even though you've been playing me this song and I've been putting up with it I'm actually not interested in you at all and so it it, um, induces the Kens to go to war and I thought oof okay I get it but it just feels mean and is it because Mm. Ryan Gosling is so awesome I just feel sorry for him or is it unnecessarily mean at that point to mess around with them when you've kind of made your point do you yeah. know what I mean?
2: I agree. I agree. I think it's the second one.
4: But it resolves itself because then the Kens do go to war. Now the women have set the men. It is boys versus girls. The women have set the men against each other by making them feel insecure, vulnerable, exposed, and their fallback is violence, like dull violence. Or Jealousy
2: whatever. more than anything, though. That's the weird thing. Yeah. Like it sort of all those things you just said are in there but really the final nail in the coffin is like we're going to pretend we're more interested in a different ken to the one that we yeah. were with yeah. so that removes everything it goes no it's just jealousy that is yeah. going to set these kens against each other so
4: i didn't want to see that i wanted to see i know it's. I shouldn't, it shouldn't all be on us that we mean to like make things better but i wanted to see a version where it's like we're not going to do that anymore like i want all we do but you know what i mean that's not going to bring harmony to Barbie land. that's going to create a war and that's not what we want but then the song itself, when they're warring, mm. is obviously fucking amazing. Yeah. And so we'll just do the, the end beat. The end beat is they all realise they are Kenoff as they are. So they unite. So it's like the women didn't quite win that thing because the men suddenly realise that they love each other. And so it's fine. But the song itself is fucking amazing. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... You just... And again, to bring it back to Ryan Gosling, which makes me feel uh, like a traitor... You can see, I mean, it's the director's done this because there must be a take where he does that song and it's very big energy. And it starts off like that. Kennedy. Big, big Kennedy, yeah. Like big facial expressions, big whatever. The version that's in front of you is actually quite low key. You can see the actor through the character, I think. And you can see an actor going, isn't this fun? And you go, oh my God, it is fun. It's so brilliant. And you can see an actor going, I get it. I'm so good at this. You don't. I've got you. You don't need to feel nervous. No one needs to feel embarrassed. How much fun are you having? And you're like, yes, I am.
2: Thank you so much.
4: Like, that's what I thought.
2: Yeah. And also I like the bit where Ken in the end goes, when I found out the patriarchy wasn't about horses, I lost interest anyway.
4: Yeah. And that's the message I like when he's like, it was actually quite a hard running things. Yeah. It's like, isn't it?
2: Exactly. So- and, and the fact that, you know, I, as
3: you're saying people are saying the film was men bashing, like the men are sort of victims in it as well. It's, it, you know, the, the society is, has, has turned them into the people that they are. I feel like the film is very sympathetic towards uh, men, actually. Yeah. It's just, it's just. There's jokes on the top of that that are, uh, making. What I, think, I believe yeah. they say butt hurt is uh, the phrase used today to describe it.
4: <laughs> so what's that phrase again?
3: It's making men butt hurt. Butt hurt. Yeah, like up your bum. I'm so confused. I've and heard I've, it. I but... watched Barbie. <laughs> it's making men butt hurt. It's headlines. Right, great. <laughs>
4: Um, so the Barbies they get Barbie ban, Barbie land back and then like we said Ken's kind of okay with it because running everything is hard and it's not just horses so then we got well, you know this is coming so he loves Barbie but not in the way she doesn't love him in the same way so the work he has to do he has to work on himself and she tells him this is her brilliant moment he's been like it's Barbie and Ken it's never just Ken and she's like no it can be it's Barbie and it's Ken and you're like that makes sense I get it Like he just has to find himself does he to know himself
2: does he really love her though or has he just been programmed to- i think
4: he's been programmed right. yeah to sort of because that that is he was made as an accompan- accompaniment a companion for mm. barbie
2: it's an arranged marriage yeah. and
4: if barbie doesn't want that who is he who are you if the mm. thing that you exist for doesn't want you mm. which is what sorry it's what women have to think about all the time but like you know christian morality possibly the prevailing morality of this country is like you are actually a spare rib you are a spare part you are not needed you come from a man in order to service a man yeah, you're welcome by the way <laughs> so it's like i know that no one Never really thinks that you, she, right? <laughs> but Christ. it's damaging it's just damaging i miss that rib <laughs> do you fall over mm. because of you yep God, there's something in that. They should have done something there. Anyway, uh, so where are we? Yeah, he gets it. He learns to know he's off, And so then we need this ending, right? So mm. Barbie so has told no me ending. through this. I don't like it. Yeah, I hate okay. it. Okay. <laughs> it's really long. It's about... Ruth Handler saying I made you for this reason and all the rest of it and do you want to be human and do you want to become a real girl and she sort of experiences what it means to be human and it isn't you know it's hard but it's brilliant and it's beautiful and it's fractious and all these complicated emotions and she's like no I'm going to do it I want in on that you're like okay, just get on with it, and then we button on. She's in the car. She looks real. She hasn't got a like Barbie costume on, and she's going somewhere. And you think she's going for a job. That is what you think, isn't mm. it? Like you think she's going to like girl boss yeah. the thing. And she's like, "Hello, I'm going. I'm here to see my gynecologist," which is a very American thing to do. Um, we don't have my gynecologist unless you've got private health care. So it's just a weird ending. You're just like, "Oh, okay. I thought you didn't have a, it's the whole things that you've got." sex organs now and what is I mean this? I first
3: read it when she was pregnant and I thought oh that's really spoilt the film but no it's not it's obviously that she I realised I was it. it was the
2: pint of wine that yeah. confused <laughs> me oh my god I thought I thought I thought of something I thought it was an even worse thing oh no she. I, so I ever... thought she was going to a gynecologist to have a vagina made no oh, I wow. think no I, I she it's... was still a plastic doll
3: and yeah. so they were yeah, going to go This so. is maybe what... maybe I just thought she's, she's got genitals now therefore she has to see a gynecologist more sense Um, I've seen people saying that um, uh, that's the best last line in a movie since Some Like It Hot
4: no it's not
3: (laughs) It, I mean, it did
4: get a big laugh. No, it didn't. Where I was, well, if I, the just...
2: guy, I think it would have been considered the best line if the gynaecologist had said, uh, "Let's get your uterus to swing into view," <laughs>
4: <laughs> which you can have for free because that's what they say every single right. time.
2: It, just before here, was there another sort of
3: mum-daughter montage around?
4: Oh, there was. Yeah, it's lovely. Um... Okay,
3: sorry, that's the one I was talking about earlier. Um, that everyone around me was crying, and yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't it's cry. Lovely. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, it just felt too. It just felt too sentimental i felt like i the film's trying to push buttons here when yes. it should that should happen naturally i agree um but as i say what do i know everyone around me was in floods of tears mm. and really enjoyed it so
4: and you know it is still ultimately a film made by a toy company yes so we want it to be we
3: should never lose sight of that let's go back to our free guy episode mm. you know there's a, there's a cynicism <laughs> to what's really happening here yeah we're being uh, sold a toy but They've done it in maybe the best way they possibly could have. When I think you-
4: the most dignified way. Yes. Yeah, I do. Um, that's it. That's right. it. We're out. done. Well done, done
2: Vicky. Wow. Well done.
4: Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. I really appreciate that.
2: Yeah, no worries. Uh,
4: what's your best scene, Alex?
2: Ken discovering the patriarchy in horses and trucks.
4: <laughs> it's really good.
2: It's... Fantastic.
3: <laughs> uh, what about you? Oh, God, it should be a Ken scene, shouldn't it? Um, but I'm not going to do it. There's enough of them coming up. Um, I really like the opening 2001 homage. I think it's really clever. I think it's really funny. And those angry girls smashing up their dolls. I want to know where they are at the end of the film. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted more of that
4: yeah um, I love I'm Just Ken I've watched I'm Just Ken about a thousand times on YouTube mm. past the film um, but Barbie's not in it so I can't pick it because that's traitorous so I'm going to say the house party at the dream house I thought the actually the morning routine is really funny but the party the dancing the choreography yeah. it's just so brilliant it's very
3: satisfying to watch yes mm.
4: uh, what's your most valuable whatever Chris uh,
3: obviously uh, Noah Baumbach's script <laughs>
4: Stop it. Come on. It's great. <laughs> it's you incredible. Like it. Yeah. All
3: those jokes. Yeah. yeah brilliant. Brilliant. The way he undercuts feminism. Yeah. Um, okay. And obviously, do you not Ryan think Gosling. think the script is great.
4: I think the script is great. Yeah, and, well, obviously, Christmas <laughs> and obviously, Ryan Gosling's acting.
3: Um, no, I'm going to do, because I don't feel like I can pick Ryan Gosling. I know. I'm going to pick Sarah Greenwood and uh, Jacqueline Duran. The production design and the costuming is unbelievable. And I hope they win a bunch of Oscars yeah. uh, next year.
4: What about you?
2: Well, someone has to pick Ryan Gosling because he's the best thing in the movie. So Ryan Gosling, the great Gozzle, Um
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I genuinely think this might be my favourite performance of his entire career, mm. of everything he's ever been in. He is the best here. <laughs> he's so brilliant. <coughs> I cannot imagine this movie without him.
4: Okay, so... Ryan Gosling is incredible. Look at her, look
2: at. Her, look
4: at her. Are you are you not picking Ryan Gosling? I, no, I'm not. Uh, Margot Robbie, she's excellent. She produced this film in a brilliant way. But I, it's Greta Gerwig because who's she? <laughs> she's Noah Baumbach's wife. I think. Oh yeah, the pretty one. Yeah. So anyway, she this film made me. Someone who's like, you know, a lot of the trailers I saw were like, if you hate Barbie, you need to see this. If you love Barbie, I was like, is it okay to be like kind of on the fence about Barbie? I don't really have strong feelings. The marketing has really swept me up. And even me, who might be a difficult person to win over because I don't have these strong feelings, she made me feel like an indulged child, but in a nice way. Like, look at what you've made for me. I just thought it was amazing. Um, I didn't think I cared about the doll, but the pink, like there is something in my child brain, that shade of pink, that cursive font something about it which she has just taken all of it and made something really special just made me feel like just weird feelings i just thought it was luscious so that's her so well done greta gerwig mm. uh what would you change alex
2: uh there's a gag sitting there uh greta noah uh it feels ridiculous to point out a gag, but I just couldn't believe they didn't do it because I was swore it was about to happen. When Aaron, the intern at Mattel, runs into that office and there's a circular table and he goes, I need to tell you something. He's like, no, 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 you can't. We're in a meeting. And he's like, well, can I whisper it? Can I? And they do Chinese whispers. So he whispers to one guy at one side, whispers to another guy at the other side, and then the Chinese whispers go round to Will Ferrell mm-hmm. and they both tell him that Barbie's in the real world <coughs> and he yeah. falls off his chair because it's such bad news. Yeah. Chinese whispers, as it was called, is that's not how that works. It works because you get told the wrong piece of information. That's true. And you've got a rule of three sitting right there where one guy goes, Harby's in the real world, for example, and he goes, who's Harby? And the other one goes, Barbie's going to peel Earl. And he goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then Aaron has to shout himself, Barbie's in the real world. And then he falls off his chair. Yes. That's a funny little scene. Yes. And Will Ferrell does not have enough funny scenes in this movie. Yes. True. So that is my change. And also, I cannot believe that when they're doing the patriarchy bit, they do not have a little, little sly pop at La La Land where Ryan Gosling explains jazz to Emma Stone. (laughs) I think we need to see Ken explain jazz to someone. Mansplain, sorry. Mansplain (laughs) Do you think the
3: man who made La La Land would be happy
2: with that?
4: No, but be angry.
2: (laughs) I think Ryan Gosling would go do it. Yeah. Because he's great. And I think he wrote this movie, so. (laughs) Uh, What's your change? I just don't like uh, Sasha's
3: 180. I think she starts out an interesting and important character to this film, the way she's so critical of Barbie. And then she just changes. She switches so quickly mm. um, and so completely that I think we lose quite an important voice from the film that I think should continue right up until the end. I I wouldn't have a problem with her still hating Barbie at the end. Like, that's fine. That's, that's allowed. But um, yeah, I just think that character is all wrong. And also, for God's sake, you've got to get the Aqua song in there.
4: Oh,
2: good point. By Aqua. By Aqua. I yeah. mean, come on! Look what is going. It's just ridiculous. It is. But ridiculous. Mattel. I don't know where. I mean, I, I guess they m- Aqua must have admitted it because there's a version in. Yeah, Nicki Minaj does yeah. a cover of it. Yeah. So right. Aqua are making the money. Sure. But use their version because Mattel sued Aqua. Yeah, sure. Or but tried to sue Aqua because there's that famous quote, isn't there, from the Supreme Court judge after he votes in Aqua's favor and then he goes, and all parties just need to chill. <laughs> <laughs>
4: My change is when Barbie meets Ruth Handler at the end of the film, and they're talking about what it means to be human and what Barbie means to Ruth and what she was trying to do. She says, and it's a real quote, we mothers stand still so our daughters can look back to see how far they've come. Now, I know you shouldn't fuck around with real quotes, but it's a film about a fucking doll, so I think you can. So we change it to, we mothers stand still so our children can look back and see how far they've come. Because I want to end on an inclusive note, which is the boys can also look back and be proud of the progress they've made, not just the girls, I'm obviously very much for female empowerment, but I'm super conscious that we can't leave young boys out of that conversation. And I mean young boys before they're like wrecked by patriarchy and horses because I don't want them to feel in opposition to us because that hasn't done us any good.
2: Is this your change or was this Chetty's change? <laughs>
3: left this, is, this is what I was going to ask. You're, <laughs> you're talking about young boys here. What did young Chetty think of Barbie?
4: He loved it when the Kens kissed. He's really snagged on that moment. Like he, I think, I mean, that's up to him, but he, he liked the energy of that, like the main making friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Kennedy. He, Kennedy. Kennedy. He is really, he's very precise and, and we need to think about what that means for him but he was like, if he's just keeps saying, if it's a doll, why do, is it the size of a woman?
2: You need to tell us, do we need to think about that? <laughs> I, I really hadn't given any that's thought to That's his, what the pubs yeah, As his
4: biological how, father, they <laughs> Did you ever lie, someone said that to you before?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not outside of a courtroom. Yeah, he liked it. He He was a bit
4: bemused by it. But But he could see that I was happy. And now he likes to. He keeps saying to me, You thought it was really funny, didn't you? And that's. (laughs) Blaming. (laughs) No, he's not. It's sweet. But he likes to watch the I'm Just Ken song a million times. Yeah, yeah. He loves it.
3: There's a lot for a little kid to see, but as you say, it's. there's a a little bit
4: long for a very. He's only six, so. It's a little bit long,
2: but. Yeah great all right then that is us done i assume everyone's done their change here we are it is time for the verdict you want answers i think i'm entitled you to. want
1: answers i want the truth <laughs> <laughs>
3: What's that now? I mean, it's, yeah, yeah it's, uh, just, oh. just, just just do it quickly. <laughs> uh, all right, all
2: right. Let me think. Who should go first? Because it, it might affect. It the final won't movie. affect anything. It may affect it. Vicky, why don't you go first? <laughs> okay. All right. I think. I know which side you're leaning on. Yeah. So mannequin
4: is a riot. It is. Mm. It's weird but fun there was a moment more than one moment when I was watching Barbie and I was like I think this might be one of my favourite films of all time now when the mask slips and it does a bit I think the end is very exposing because when it slips when you lose the joke it's really you've got to keep running all the time because it's such an immersive experience so when it slips and you can't go along with it you're like what the fuck am I actually watching but when it doesn't all the performances the set the choreography all the jokes it just pulls you along and doesn't make you feel stupid I think that's really important like you're in on it, but you're dazzled by it. It's such an achievement. Um, you said Chris before that, like, it's a cultural moment and I got it because the press was just unreal. But then you go in and to have your expectations of this thing met and exceeded mm. around 80% of the time is a weird feeling and I loved it and I'm going to go and see it again very quickly. So yeah, Barbie.
2: <laughs> Barbie gets one vote. <sighs> Over to Chris. Let's mm, see, uh, Barbie. Okay.
3: <laughs> I mean, for reasons of nostalgia, I love
2: Mannequin, but Barbie is a better movie. Uh, yeah, fine. Uh, let's let's do it. Mannequin, a hundred percent. Barbie, I was felt like it was a lecture, um, <laughs> and uh, no, uh, Barbie's. A, it was like you say. Being in that cinema, surrounded by, in a packed cinema, I mean, I I honestly, I mean, Bobby would still win because it's still a great film, but it felt like a really special moment being in a packed auditorium with With all these people. (laughs) Eating my eggs. Just having the best time. And, And, yeah, it was really special. It felt... It felt like I was part of something. Yeah, it did. And didn't it? I really, really enjoyed that about it. And also, you know, bar a couple of caveats at the end, you know, I just like the schmaltz factor just goes through the roof all of a sudden. You're like, what's mm. this? What is this? Fuck off, sentimentality. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but apart from that, it's 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 probably a five-star movie, and I really loved it. It's a miracle. Mm. It is, isn't it? It is. It's bloody, bloody brilliant. There you go. Congratulations, Ryan Gosling. He <laughs> is this week's winner.
1: Woo!
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're not even joking. Men, 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 men. <laughs> men, 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 I know you think it too, but you just can't say no, it. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'll we'll we'll, we'll talk it. honestly yeah. in the pub. Allow me to say it on your behalf. Please. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is this week's winner. <laughs> so, don't forget, you can tell us uh, whether we got it right or wrong when you vote on Twitter, uh, when the poll goes up. So it'll be Mannequin versus Ryan Gosling, which is the better film on Twitter. Oh, I'm so tempted to do that. I
3: can't, but it's tempting, is I will put three categories: <laughs> mannequin, Barbie, right, Gosling. I think
2: you should <laughs> no,
4: no. <laughs> it,
3: Vicky, are you giving that the okay?
4: <laughs> um, uh, let's uh, think about it. we will yeah, think about yeah, it. I every, don't want us to get cancelled with me having anything to do with it because I feel like that's something I could avoid. Oh
2: Feminism. God. Oh, good. <laughs> right then. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, now the clue V gave for next week's pairing. Let's let's just let's try and carry on this barbie theme i feel like we should have something tonally similar definitely what are we going for
4: uh so the clue was these films are all about authority Mm. and the first film is robocop which is available on sky and apple slightly different and then we're gonna do starship troopers which is on disney and sky (sighs) i'm excited yeah i think one of them might be on mgm you know we've made everyone subscribe to it chris is uh
2: Chris has done his free trial anyway. Oh, But if you you haven't, uh, jump on there.
4: And if I'm right, which I might not be, because I'm lazy. Who who
2: knows? Uh, Who can say? All right, then, so that is Robocop versus Starship Troopers. That is next week's Clash. Do your homework, because on Monday we'll be back talking Robocop. Until then, have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye.
0: Clash of the Titles is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.